podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is The Brew. And joining me are two giants of the Manchester United fan base. <laughs> We've got Callum Stone from All for United. Uh, Welcome. Well, yeah, giants in one sense of the word, yeah. definitely. Um, and from the Webby and O'Neill channel, my good mate, Dan and Webb. Webby, how are we doing? Nice brew, that, Jay. Yeah? Beautiful, hey. beautiful, mate. Beautiful. This Mine's empty, if anyone's wondering. I think we've, we've achieved something here today. We've got three United channels working together, eh? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's how it should be. Hey, that's how it should yeah. be. We're like, we're like be, Paul yeah. brothers together. Exactly. We're like Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder, eh? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, whatever. Um, get involved in the chat and the comments. Let us know. We're going to be talking, as you can see, from the thumbnail. The clear out continues. He's not messing about, is he, your mate? Edit Tanakh. You know, we've, we can speak about, we've spoken about on our channels, the Deadwood, what's in there, what had to go. You know, we've witnessed it with our own eyes. Poor performances, poor players. You know, they don't deserve to be at the club. You know, I'm not going to come on your channel, my channel, slag them off, but we know. You don't have to be a rocket scientist, know some of them have down tools yet again. And some of them aren't just good enough, Jay, simple as that, and they don't deserve to be at the club. They sat there on big wages, and fair play to him. Some have gone with my blessing. Yeah, with your blessing. Callum, what have you made of it so far? Because it's like every day there's someone else. We had one matter. We're going to get into one matter in a little while. Um, today, the news has just broke, I think, up earlier on today. That it looks like Eric Bailly and Tuan Zabi are on the way out. So that's two centre-backs. I mean, all right, one of them, Tuan Zabi, you know, he'd sort of gone already and he was halfway out the door. But what have you made of what, what's going on so far in terms of this clear out? Do you know what? It's been needed for a, a long while now, though, hasn't it? But I think the best thing is, Rangnick said a few months ago, we're looking at at least 10 leaving. I and a lot of people were a bit um and ahhing whether it was going to be ten. It's looking like it could be twelve, thirteen, fourteen players going this summer. And ultimately, I can't. I don't think anyone can actually look and go. You've deserved to stay here over the past two, three years. I think you know you've got two Anzibi and Bayou was announced. Like they should probably be leaving next. You know, it's it's very welcome, and I think it shows that there's a bit of ruthlessness coming back into United again. I don't think Ten Hag's going to stand for any any sort of lackluster performances, um, especially the fans aren't after the end of the season when we were singing, they're not fit to wear a shirt. It's something that's been needed. It's something that needs to carry on. Uh, I just I just hope for the fans' sake, the club's sake, that the right players come in and the right academy players get promoted. You talk, you talk about your channel quite a lot, because you know you have a lot of legends on your channel, the likes of, um, you know, you've had Scholes, you've had Giggs, you've had Neville, you've had a lot of those players on. About that mentality, about having that sort of the right attitude for Manchester United, and it seems like there's been a bit of that lacking over the last season or so. It just seems like players who are at United who either don't want to be there or, or you know, don't get what it means to play for Manchester United. Do you know, I, I look at some of the players there, I'm not going to mention any names. No. Uh, I'd break my right arm, right leg, right everything to have a minute on that pitch. Yeah. Some of them just take it for granted who they're playing for. It's the biggest club in the world. You know, love or hate United. It's the biggest club in the world and you, you, people can't disagree with that, you know. And I see some of them there and getting beaten and going out to party, you know. I'm in bed for two days when we get beat by Liverpool or City. I don't, yeah. The dog runs upstairs, everyone disappears, I've got to be left alone, and some of these just don't just don't realise, you know. And, you know, we've gone about buying and people say he's a great player, the bloke's made of glass. Yeah. He's like an oil rigger, he'll play a game, miss eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's, he's not good enough for the club, you know. And he, he come to the club, and I'm a big fan of two and Zabie, but... He's just, is he good enough? If he was, he'd be at the club. You want to be putting him out on loan. You know, and he's more got to go, you know, Phil Jones. You know, I like Phil Jones, he's been unlucky, but are we going to play one game in three seasons? You know, we need players at that club who are hungry. You know, and I look at some of these youth players coming through, you know, you look at the season Garner's had. For me, does Garner come back in? 
personally like to stay at Forest, where he's going to play week in, week out, yep. and see what he's like in the Premiership. Because in the Championship, he's looked top notch. Yeah. Do you know what? It's not just in the Championship over Garner, just on that quickly. Because you saw him against Leicester, Arsenal. He didn't play against the Scouts as well, didn't he? In the FA Cup. Yeah, he played yeah. against a few Premier I, League teams and he did, well, he did well in them games. Yeah. I genuinely think Garner comes into the team next season. Yeah. I think I think, I think I think he probably starts quite really? a lot as well. I think when you when you look at the midfield, the way they performed this season, I think when you t- the guy's gone out on loan and the reason why he went on, out on loan is to prove that he's good enough to play senior football. He's gone and got the team promoted. He's been pivotal in that. Mm-hmm. Now if he goes to United next season, I think he goes straight into the midfield depending on who we sign, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think like we're saying, with the amount of players that are possibly leaving this summer yeah. I think Garner's probably the number one from the academy let's say who goes into the first team yeah. I, and if that's the case then he's definitely going to get a chance and I think I think he'll play a lot more football than some may think I, I wouldn't be against him going out on loan I don't think he should go to Forest though I think yeah. like a Brighton something like that would be good for him I think working with Graham Potter would be amazing for Garner but I think it'd be very good if he stayed as well because I do think he'll play more than some people may say he won't play week in, week out, every minute of every game, but I definitely think he'll be given enough of a chance to make an impression on the first team. Get involved in the comments and hit the like button as well. Let us know what you think. There's quite a lot of love for you here, Webby. Bit rude of me and Callum aren't getting the same amount of love, well, but yeah. everyone's saying Webby, preach Webby. Good to see Webby back, Ross Murphy says. Um, John Gary Navida says Webby. Um, yeah, quite a lot of people say great to see Webby back on the channel um, and talking a lot of sense as well. Um, little Dan McNara says, yeah, good to see you, Webby, back on the channel. And um, one thing I do like about Garner, which has been missing, he can put a ball on a sixpence, can't he, from dead ball? He can also tackle, mate, yeah. tackle in the final. Oh, mate, in the playoff you final, know, you know, yeah, you know. I, mean, the, the the I look yeah. at midfield, I've been blessed to see Robbo in his A-day, you know, with Keno, and then now it's like a soft centre, you know, with these people running through us. I want to see that player being, I'm going to see Garner that, you know, it really gave me a buzz yeah. knowing that he's one of our players. But like uh, your man said there, he's got to play week in, week out. You know, I'd love it to do it for United, but if he's not going to play week in, week out, then let's put him to a right club, say a Brighton, uh, maybe Forrest. I know the Forrest manager speaks very, very highly of him and the fans love him. Yeah. But he's got to do right for the club. And I've seen Levett, Levitt's got his contract extension for the year. He's signed that deal for the year, but will he get a chance? Because them two have been playing in the same team since they've been six. Yeah. You know which other games inside out as he did all the way to the 23s when they were successful. But let's see, it's going to be a big summer. It is going to be a big summer. Someone made a point here about someone like Brighton. I mean, does he get in Brighton's team, do you think? They've got a pretty strong midfield. Um, with, is it... Um, um, they've Bishu- got Casado, they've got Basuma, uh, and the other kid is it... I was, Pepe, you know, yeah, I mean, mean, there's a lot of talk of Bazuma possibly moving on in the summer, though, isn't there? I think I know there's there's been issues around uh, other things outside of football, but from what I've heard, that you know, he's he's, he's a very good player and he's very much linked with the likes of a Tottenham or someone like that. Even I think he could even do a job at United, to be honest. Do you you know what I do like about the idea of (laughs) I'm with you? I said it on this channel a few weeks ago that I wouldn't mind Garner coming back in, especially with Europa League. We've got a load of games there. Giving him a chance, I think he's he's earned a chance to be in the squad. But if he did go on loan, I wouldn't be against him going back to Forest just because he's loved at Forest. He's settled there because don't forget he went to Watford and had a time of it, didn't he? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, he had, yeah. That time, he had an time. awful time yeah. of it, and he's like he went to Forest even under the the old manager. They, 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 they obviously were getting a tune out of him. Cooper's come in, yeah. absolutely smashed it. Yeah. He's like there. And just with a young player as well, just being in that familiar surroundings, you the fans love you. Yes, he's going to be up against it. For his, you know, there's, there's no doubt it could struggle, but they might end up doing a bit of a Brentford and 
do now. Yeah, okay. I think th- that would be my worry, though. I think at the minute, looking at Forrest's squad, yeah, it was good for the championship, but I think it did need improvements, obviously, coming into the Premier League. Yeah. And I think that would be my worry with him going back there. Would would the experience of him going into a possible relegation fight hinder him more than help him? And I think if he was to go somewhere like a Brighton, uh, a Southampton with a Hasenhutl, I think those kind of clubs would probably be... You'd you'd pretty much bet your house that they'd probably stay safe in the league next season. And that kind of... That kind of yeah, club going there with the structure yeah. around him, with the fans, because he'll be loved there as well. I think that could be good for him. Like I said, I'm not against him going back to Forest, but I think there's other clubs. No, that I, I hear you because I think the Forest chairman. Well. I hear made, what you're saying. He's made a bit. Uh, he put his, I wouldn't say he's putting his foot in it, but he's turned around and said the trophies are coming. So that's putting extreme <laughs> pressure on him straight away. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. The trophies are coming. I'm thinking, I'm going to win it, son. You, you, you made the Premiership and fair play. You deserved it, but you know, consolidate hey. first. Don't be saying the trophies. Listen, back to back European Cup winners. Yeah, uh, yeah, Webby, yeah. The glory days are, are big here. club, massive. Club. It is, and it's good massive to see club. back in the. Yeah. You know, you've done um, Forest away, and you, you know better than I do. Yeah. But big club, Fergie's you know. funeral. Was you there in yeah. that best, best away end ever. Let me tell you something about that game as well. You know the game we talk about. Mark Robin scored. Didn't I'll it? tell you the story. Go on, you've got a better story than I have. But I. Um, so the game. I've got a ticket for the match. Not like you. I'm not going, could have been out on a Saturday night. I've been dragged onto the minibus. We've got there and uh, we, we was in a bar before, right next to the ground. And I remember Jimmy Hill saying, this looks like a team beating in the warm-up. Because we had a load of injuries. We had a right bad, get, this bad team out. Yeah. And it was the best away in the binning. Right at the side of the goal, non-stop singing. There must be about 8,000 Reds there. Yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah. But what a day that was. But it was known because the week before we got beat by Palace at home in the league. Yeah. And it was Fergie's funeral. That's what they called it, United fans. We get beat at Foddy. I know Martin gone. Edwards said it wasn't going to happen, but believe you me, that was going to happen if we got beat at Foddy. What, the what was the atmosphere there. with the fans in that game? Because people talk about this game from the point of view of the club. What were the fans saying? Were you, were you like, have you had enough of Fergie yourself? I think everyone had enough yeah. of Fergie. You know, the, the football was bad. Yeah. We was getting beat. The crowds were going down. You know, some of the players like now shouldn't have been at the club, Jay. Yeah. And it was hard. And you, you look at that team and the likes of Lee Martin come in and Clayton was playing and it was a poor team. But we got through against, because you know, you look at Forest on the clough at home, it's always going to be an hard game. Yeah. We met, we rolled our luck, believe it or not. And you can remember that year, every round we was away, I went to every round. I remember was a few of them. Newcastle Herifid away, Hereford away when it rained, Clayton yeah. Blackmore scored. Yeah. Uh, and then it was Newcastle away, we won 3 2. Oldham. Was on Oldham in the semi-final. Yeah, Sheffield semi-final. United in the yeah. sixth round. McClare scored. So every he was on the telly for the Oldham game. Have you it seen was, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching a replay of the Oldham game. In, a few in the North Stand. Yeah, a few years But ago, don't forget before, Jay, before yeah. that match, Liverpool had just been beat by Palace. So I was in the West Indian Social Club and my granddad got rest his soul having a right load of red stripe. And the sun got me. And the camera gets me asleep in the yeah. North Stand. Yeah, I'm done, I'm I was watching it. <laughs> I was watching it and I'm like... But what a game that was, Jay. Three or what a game that was against Oldham. But you know, going back to that Forest game, yeah. when I was fortunate enough to spend a few minutes, and it was literally a few minutes with Sir Alex Ferguson a couple of years ago, yeah. uh, his premier a year ago. You've not mentioned that before. No, I don't like to talk about it, but... Um, a bit like Carl Flash in the 85. Yeah, it's about, I'm, I throw it in every day. Yeah, when I was at Wembley, knocked lad. out, um, yeah. what was his name? George Rose. Yeah. Um, but I mentioned that game, and he named everyone that was injured. 30 years later, he was going, 
Webb was out or whoever, yeah. you know, Danny Wallace had an injury, Robo, Robo was out. Yeah. He named every, yeah. like, his memory for that game, like yeah. you said, and you're like, I think, oh, yeah, years ago, sorry. There was obviously a scare with his health and things, wasn't there? Yeah. So when I saw that, it was quite refreshing <coughs> to yeah, see how, like, how good he looked. To name, I couldn't make yeah. him play last week. I, yeah, I, I, I always remember just going back, uh, I got in the director's box at Huddersfield <laughs> for the cup game a few years back. Right, okay. Uh, we won 2-0, I forget who scored, maybe Lukaku scored, and VAR just started, and I remember coming down the stairs and he shouted, Oi, son, Webby, how did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we had a good chat, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I see him now and again when he's with the lads at Hotel Football, and he's still the same boss as when I worked at United, and likes a little sing-song, and he's a... You know, he surely missed what we could do with him turning the clock back now to get him. Just on that though, Webby, because you, you know, you mentioned that he yeah. sees you and he says, hey, Webby, and he knows who you are yeah. and obviously chats to you. And I, you know, you know more people than I do involved with the club under Sir Alex, but he had that thing of he knew everyone yeah. and he got to know everyone and he wanted to know who you are. And we're seeing that out with Eddie Tanag because yeah. I saw him doing the rounds, yeah. shaking hands with everyone. Yeah. And it's good to see that back. Isn't you, it? Feel, you, feel, you feel whether you're, you're, the best, you're the best player at the club or you clean the kitchen. If he knows your name, yeah, you know, you feel good for that. You know, if he's taking time out and he's going round and introducing, he wants to know about the players' families and the, the mums and dads and the girlfriends and the yeah. brothers and sisters. It, it, but at the end of the day, we want to win matches on the pitch. But I like the start we've got. We've just got to, like, get some players through the it, door now, not it, going out the door. It seems like there's a bit of, rest of a restart coming in, doesn't it? Yeah. And it does. It, I think it's always good to be optimistic and I think everyone's hopeful. I don't blame some for being quite sceptical, obviously, given the last decade and the ownership yeah. and things like that. But I, when I when I like our mate Gaz Gaz Drinkwater, he met him outside the ground, yeah, which was yeah. did I, you see I, that picture. I hey. saw that. Picture hey, bless him. How, how, how the hell did he manage that? But <laughs> Gaz. Gaz loving it, he, probably yeah. stalking him, following him. But you know, it's it was just refreshing to see him just going to the mega store and meeting yeah. everybody and coming around the stadium, getting getting familiar with the surroundings he's about to be in for the next God knows you know, how long. Getting, like you're saying there, you're getting someone who's probably worked in the mega store for ten years and he's coming over and shaking. Yeah. That must feel. Absolutely brilliant that the manager of Manchester United Football Club has yeah. taken his time out to walk to me and shake his hand. Yeah. I wouldn't have seen Mourinho do that, and that's nothing against Jose and no. or Van Gaal, but I like the start. Hopefully it continues now and we get the right people in and the right people out and start that season, you know, better than we finished the last one. Definitely. Um, Sean lives here. Welcome to the first team. Thanks for your support. I've put a couple of links in the chat. There's a link to Webby and O'Neill, so go and check that out. You can check Webby on there. Loads of good interviews, loads of good stuff on there. And there's a link to Wolf United. You can check Callum out on there. You're on there most nights, aren't you? What night I are you doing there? Uh, I think I'll be starting Wednesday nights, but I host what, a show on there uh, at 10 o'clock. I think it'll oh, be sorry, 10 I'll let you off and it's not quite classic. Yeah, no, show. don't so worry. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare clash with it. <laughs> uh, and then there's, there's a show that I host on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock as well called Last Word. So if you want to check that out, um, be very good if we could all get your support as well. Um, but yeah, uh, do that every Sunday night. So finally a bit of uh, eye candy for that channel as well, I think it was really. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, can we get that matter clip out as well, please? Because I'm what we're talking about. One matter is one of the players yeah. that are leaving. Let me know when it's ready to go. Um, one matter who, in terms of post-Fergie signings, has been one of our better ones, hasn't it? <coughs> it would be a lot better if we played him in the right position. What, what have you made him out of time at Manchester United? Because when he I'll came... Be I'll be truthful with you, Jay. I think it's... It's been poor, and that's not because of yeah. him. He's been played out of position. Yeah, he's playing totally where he was at Chelsea in the ten. You know, not on the right wing, on the left wing. But saying that, you look at the last six or seven matches. He's mm. probably our best player. He does not give the ball away. Yeah, and if you have got the ball, they can't score. You know, and people Very say Matt's too old. He can't run. Very clever player. And not against him. I thought he might have. I would have loved him to get another year. 
but he wasn't playing him. You know, I think the match was, I don't know what match it was, you brought one of his like props on. The first match he'd started a few weeks ago, the first game he'd started for this season. Was I'm it thinking. Brentford? I think it was it Brentford. Brent, it wasn't that one. Right, Brentford, class player. Lovely bloke, lovely bloke. But playing-wise, I think that, you look him at Chelsea, wanted their player of the year like four years on the bounce. Something like that. Was, That's was how he, good he was. He was like got thirty assists in a season. I, I, I saw, I saw a thing, saw a thing before. Um, it was quite strange because he's been at United what eight years? I think he was at Chelsea he was for 25 three. Twenty-five when we signed him. On yeah, him. he was only at Chelsea three years. He's been at United <coughs> eight years, and for some reason, it feels like it was the other way around. Yeah, it's, true, it, it's really odd. Yeah. I mean, Didn't he win like the Champions League, the Europa yeah. League? Yeah, and then came to United a year or so after that because Mourinho didn't fancy him. Then obviously a few years later, Mourinho came to United, and everyone was wondering if he was going to leave. Yeah, but the guy was a class player and. Your little clip that I'm sure you're going to bring up I'm soon. Gonna, I'm like me and Webby was on a was doing the sports social phoning one somewhere. Can we play this clip? Here's what I had to say about one matter, and this is one of the few times that I've left Webby speechless. Um, I think the 2013 transfer window was probably our most important transfer window because it was one obviously that came just after Sir Alex Ferguson retired, and we had to get it right, and we didn't. We didn't strengthen enough, and I think now. This is almost as important in that, in the sense that we're miles behind the likes of City and Liverpool, and we need to sort of make sure we don't fall further behind. Hang on a minute, that's the wrong clip. Let me find out the let me find the right clip. Sorry, we've played the wrong one there. Um, because me and you was on the sports social, weren't yeah. we? Talking about one matter, and um, I said that he basically was better than um, David Silva, and you weren't quite having that, were you? <laughs> I wanted to, but I couldn't. You know, uh, I don't like praising that mob from Beswick, but he was a class player, that's all. You know, with a chance we could have got him if we'd have paid a bit more dough. But if my auntie was my uncle and all that, but it never happened. Uh, but, uh, no, you, you, Why do you think it didn't quite work out then? Because you just said there, like, it wasn't quite the, the, the signing that we thought it was going to be. Is it just, is right it just position? position? Because I remember when Wayne Rooney got sent off, I think, against West Ham. Do you remember? He got that red card. Yes. Um, and everyone was, there was this debate going on whether it should be Rooney or Matter in the 10. And Matter came in in the 10 because Rooney was suspended yeah. free and he didn't really do anything. Yeah. And I think that was one of the chances where you yeah. go, had he done something in those three yeah, games? Yeah, I know it's yeah. only three games, but had he sort of shone, you would have gone, yeah, he's, he's in the good, 10. Yeah. But he didn't, yeah. he had three games where he was pretty anonymous and then Rooney comes back in and he's straight back into that team as a number 10. What do you think it is? Do you think it is position? Do you think it is? I think it's I think it's a lot of things. So when it, I think it goes back, you know, it just wasn't... Um, it just wasn't... Sort of everything just went wrong, I think, at the club from that moment. And I think Matt was probably one of the, the people that sort of suffered from it, you know, because we all knew how good he was and how great he was when he did play it well. You know, Anfield is definitely probably the, yeah. the first thing that comes to your head when you speak uh, speak about one matter, I think. But just nothing's been good at the club for how long. And I think one matter, it was probably the right player at the wrong time, maybe. Um, the, the summer transfer window that went so disastrous, I kind of feel like the January transfer window came and Moyes just wanted that sort of statement signing and it was one matter. Um, it, it was going for him, really. I, I'm kind of with Webby, really. I think he should have probably got one more year. I think him just being there for the experience would have been good for younger players, but yeah. I believe he wants to play every week. I'm yeah. hearing a lot of things about him wanting to go to the MLS and things. You know, he's still young enough to do a job for a lot of teams, yeah. even in the Premier League, I think. So it is a is a shame it's not really worked I out. I've seen that uh, clip on Twitter. I don't know who's against where he brings the ball down. Yeah. Some oh, player. Yeah. Just brings it regardless down of his yeah. you've you've said it and you've said it as well, regardless of his ability or his age or whatever, he's a class act as a person. Yeah. Someone who's a good person to be around the dressing room. 
we are losing a lot of experience. Do you worry with all these players going out that we are losing characters that we shouldn't? Yeah. Or do you think it over the matter? Some of the other ones, you've got Pogba, you've got Cavani, you've got Jesse. Are we losing some here or do you think this is You this look is at what's it, what season it was uh, when we lost Rio and Evra together and thinking... 14, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, big characters yeah. gone out of the dressing room, which, which you need. Lost, yeah, you're right, I think. Which you need, you know. And you, you, you are worried. But I also want kids to come in into our club who aren't going to be phased by bigger names. Yeah. Like, oh, look at him, I can't, I better not do anything wrong. I want hungry kids, whether we buy him or they come from the youth team. That's what I want. I want the young girl, I want the fight. I want to go in Old Trafford and come out happy. Yeah. She come out, and I'm not saying we're going to win every game, we don't deserve the rights, but put a shift in, get me, get not just me, get everyone, get you, get Callum, on the edge of our seat, which we've not had since. Yeah. For what, six, seven, eight years? Coming, I'll be I'll be truthful you now. I've walked out of there last year. Yeah, I remember plenty it, of games. Was well, it Van Gaal you'd had enough? Yeah. Remember? And you, I remember, in, I think it was, might have been Macca interviewed you. Goodison, yeah. <laughs> and he sacked him two days yeah. later. But he, he was like, he said, I've had him, like, you can, I remember you saying you put this on, I'm not setting foot inside Old Trafford when he's a manager. Which broke me out, Jay. Yeah. But well, I couldn't. It feels like we've had that with a couple you know, of times, hasn't it? Going back to that, though, I think last season, I think it was a Norwich game and there was another game. I can't quite remember it now. We were, I think we were 2 0 up and Norwich, bottom of the league, Norwich got it back to 2 all. The ground was toxic that day. Yeah. There was a big protest before the you game. Which, messaging you, you telling me about yeah, it. I wasn't there for that game, I was away. The, the thing is with that, yeah, I know, I think I, I managed to bag your ticket somehow. Um, <laughs> but like, I've, I, I will always be that person. I support the club and do everything. But that day, I'd never been so infuriated with a group of players on the pitch. Was that the one where Pogba was getting? Pogba got yeah, it. Yeah, and and do you know what? I, I, did, I, I didn't get involved with that. I really disagreed yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, about 10 minutes after that happened, the stadium just went, you're not fit to wear a shirt yeah. at the players. And for the first time ever, I joined in in, in such a negative chant yeah. for our own club. It, it it was just, it was shocking. And I think this season, like Webby just said, you want to be on the edge of your seat. You're not particularly bothered if you win or lose. You just want to leave the ground happy. And the thing that's always bothered me is spending so much money on tickets and spending money in Old Trafford and stuff like this. It It's so infuriating knowing that You'd go to the ground, you'd do absolutely anything, absolutely anything to be in the position of those players. You'd, you'd literally, you'd, you'd cut your arm off, you'd <coughs> cut your balls off, I, I won't give a shit, just to be a Man United player. Yeah. And these players won't run, they won't try and do a proper pass, they just, th the lack of efforts from them and seeing from them, it, it's so, it makes you so angry. Yeah. And at, at some point, you just didn't want to be there. No. And as, as a supporter of Man United, that should never ever happen. Never happen, and that was what was so infuriating about about the entire situation. There has there has been comparisons to a certain degree, whether with Fergie and what he's inheriting, and you know with Tenag now and he's coming into a team that's been struggling. Oh, Fergie obviously came in halfway through the season or a bit into the season, but the fact that you know Tenag's coming in and we're in a bit of turmoil, we're miles away from where we need to be, which yeah. was what had happened with Sir Alex. You know, he's a young up and coming manager. <coughs> You mentioned there that Fergie was under pressure, but that was what three years in, two and a half years yeah, in, yeah. like when you got to the Forest game. Do you see tonight getting the patience? Do you see that fans going, seeing where we're at and going, okay, yeah. this isn't going to happen overnight. You've got the Scousers just nearly won, nearly won, nearly. won everything. You've got City obviously flying. Emphasis on the word nearly. Nearly, yeah, the nearly men of football. Um, do you think fans? Will you be patient as a fan? I know yeah, you can't speak for everyone. You, but you, you look at United fans, and we're the best in the world. We don't have a goal managers. You got to look at what Wenger. The Arsenal fans did to him. Disgraceful. Never happen. We'll never go against players 
really. But more than manager, we always give him that time. We always sing the name. When Ollie was right under the cosh, we were singing his name, you know, even though it, it was hurting watching the football on the pitch. But for me, Jay, he's got to be left alone. There's too many people at that club sticking their nose in and coming out and, got, and shouldn't, be, shouldn't be at the club, you know. I always look at the thing with Nicky Butt leaving. Absolute disgrace. You know, he's been there and someone comes in and within two weeks from coming in, he gets promoted above you. You know, no wonder the kid left. Broke his heart. Now, Ten Hag's got to be given the time, which he'll get off the fans. It's just the owners, you know. People say, one day's a long time in football now. You know, and you look at City and Liverpool, you're only going to get stressed. You've got to look at Newcastle, what are they going to do? You know, you've got to look at Chelsea, you've got to look at uh, Arsenal. You know, if we don't start off right, Jay, the pressure's going to be right on them because we're Man United. You know, any other team, look at Lampard at Chelsea, never got any grief. Solskjaer was getting dogs abuse and was above them in the league. You know, I'm sorry, Chelsea was above us. You know, we get, they was getting absolutely dogs abuse, but they've got to give him time. All these interferers, people job for the boys. I've got to keep the noise out. Bring his old men in, let him run the show. And Rome wasn't built in a day. He could take six or seven windows to get us challenging again. Yeah. Give him the time. Callum, where do you stand on it? I, I think there's another question as well with that, though, because I think Webby's right. I think match-going fans, and especially Old Trafford, Hotel Football, all the pubs around around the ground, I think everyone will give him that time. And I think a lot of people have understood the scale of the situation that's going on at the club at the minute, which is why we need so long to, yeah. for him to have the time. I think there'll be certain people online who probably won't give him the time. Um, not mention any names. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> but... I think there's certain people online will go with whatever's popular and yeah. basically effectively say, oh, we need to get rid of him. Um, I personally will give him all the time in the world, but it could take six, seven windows, but it'll only take six and seven windows if each of those windows is right. If, from what the last 10 years has taught us, United haven't got a lot right, and I'm hoping this new structure that's been brought in with the likes of John Murto and whoever else that's come in, hopefully that will address that issue. But if it doesn't, City will still build, Liverpool will, Chelsea probably will this summer with a few leaving, Tottenham have just been given a load of money for Conte, Newcastle will go all guns blazing now with the, the oil money that, they, that they've now got, Vill Aston Villa are signing players who easily both of them could get into the United team, yeah. these, these clubs aren't just staying still either, they are also moving with the times and if United don't get it right, we could be looking at going the wrong way down the table, not the right way. And if that continues, I really don't see a situation where anybody succeeds, ne not, never mind just Ten Hag. The Glazers, as we all are aware, need to leave and need to go. But as long as the football inside of things is operated properly and they're allowed to operate properly, I don't see why it won't work. But it's still right to be sceptical when you, when you think because of who owns us and there's yeah. nothing wrong with doing that. But new manager, all that, it's, ha it's right to be hopeful as well because you're a football fan, you want to be happy when you go to Old Trafford and when you go to the pub to watch a game. So hopefully that does happen. But time is what's the most important <coughs> thing for it. I think you make a great point there because the thing we all, we've all spoke up about the Glazers, everyone knows our opinion on the Glazers, you know, it was a bad day for United, a bad day for football when they took over. But I think you can, you know, the two aren't mutually exclusive. You can think the Glazers have been bad and took too much money out of the club, left us in all this debt. And we've also misspent and mismanaged money that we have 
put out in the transfer window, as we've all said there. Um, I'll get into some of the comments as well. Chris says, that video that Joe and Alex did yesterday was shocking. Every fan of any club needs to watch that just to witness how not to run a club. Yeah, Joe and Alex on the channel were talking about the sort of, you know, just basically how like that comment says about the money we've sort of spent and wasted and the contracts we've given out and yeah. you know you look at all these players on contracts go and check that video out it's up on the channel the contracts we've been dishing out to some of these players that's part of the reason we can't get rid of some of well, them that, we struggle with it that's one man's fault and he's yeah. finally not at the club anymore. Well, hopefully things can um, things can change as well when he's going. Yeah, we've got that clip, haven't we, of me losing my mind over one matter. Go on, we'll we'll have we'll have the time. The only time in my life I've ever made Darren Webb speechless. I think one matter could get into his team. I do. I know you might think, oh, you're off your head, but well, he's a sort of player mm -hmm. in a certain system. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I think one matter is better than David Silva. I do, right? Honestly, <laughs> I'm not having it, no right? Way. <laughs> he is. Are you yeah, 100%. you swap, you swap David Silva for one matter, and City would have more points than they've got now. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> He's the best. He's the best Spanish player in the Premier League. It's simple. <laughs> but he just, face. I wish this was being filmed because his face. He, he just doesn't fit into the system that we play. But listen, would you let him go for nothing? No, keep him because if something happens to Lingard or we're playing, you know the games are coming thick and fast. Like you say, you saw it against Juventus. Comes oh, on, gets changes a, the game. changes the game, scores a free kick. You know what I mean? David Silva wouldn't have done that. Admittedly, not my finest hour. I'm so not going to <laughs> When you make Darren Webb silent because you've said something so outrageous, you know when it's time to take stock. My point was that I went over TT making, you know, buying players and not playing in the right position. And, and you know, obviously City don't do that. City of getting things right in the transfer market. Liverpool, to a certain degree, although it's not really, you know, quite as good as some have made out, have got it right in the transfer market, have found a few gems. I know they spent They haven't money. spent a single penny at all. No, no they they've all done true. it. Because this means more, Jack. This does mean more. <laughs> but you're right, yo, you've got... Chelsea, I thought, might be imploding when Abramovich's <coughs> money gets sucked out. Yeah. Looks like they're going to have money again anyway. Um, Villa have got money to spend. You mentioned Newcastle there. They've got a massive amount of money. You've got... Um, Obviously, City and Liverpool have already mentioned. Spurs have got Conte. Right. Arsenal, I know we always laugh at them, but maybe they can get that together a little bit. They've got some decent young players. I yeah. mean, it is going to be tough, isn't it, for Eric Tanner coming in, let's face facts. Top four. It's going to be very tough. Yeah. You it's know, become a top six now, though, hasn't yeah, it, really? That's what I mean. Like you're saying, I look at it now, and obviously I want to win the league. You know, we've been fortunate. I have, and you have, since lifted all those pots, doubles, trebles, leagues. But now these top four, these owners are not getting that top four. Playing on that third, what, so what is it? Up to the last game of the season, we could end up in the Eurovision Song Contest, couldn't we? <laughs> the results, the results wouldn't have gone the right way. You know, it was in that conference league at one minute, it was in the Europa League, Eurovision Song Contest, then the boat race. You know, we could end up in anything. So you've got to get that top four. You know, we want to win pots. You know, I want to see us. I took the Carling Cup now. Oh, I set the cup now all day long. 100%. And well, years ago, yeah, I won't even go to the final. I'd stay in the boozer. I've done that. I've done that. I've not sat on there. Carling Cup finals or, you know, well, it's a Carabao Cup now, isn't it? Or whatever. I think the first time I went, first my first final at Wembley was the Carling Cup. 94 right. when we got beat off Villa. Um, I remember it being the Worthington Cup. The Worthington yeah. Cup, Milk Cup. Milk me, Cup. Uh, Rumbelow's Cup. Rumbelow's Cup. Oh, Rumble I had a great... Did uh, Giggs win a washing machine? <laughs> We were man of the match. Rumbelow's Cup. There was a quiz there. I want you to name all the sponsors of the... Do you remember when they used... I think it was the Rumbelow's Cup when they used to do the sprint at half-time of all the players, wasn't it? 
remember that? Remember. They used to do the race with all the players at half time, like players from different clubs in the G100 meters down the bottom okay. of the pitch. Game's yeah, gone. Right. You, if the man of the match gets a, a washer dryer or whatever, man a microwave. A microwave. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw us beat the Scousers in the Wimbledon's Cup 3 1. Do you remember when Mark Hughes scored an absolute worlder? Yes, I did, yeah, yeah. That was one of my first memories of Old Trafford. Yeah. And the atmosphere was unbelievable. He had his, his ankle taped up, yeah. didn't he? Right over Grobler. I remember my dad yeah. going berserk. He was bouncing on the back of the seat, yeah. stood on there. I've never seen him like that. I was yeah. like, but yeah, this was like 1989, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I remember but, going to uh, the Rumblows Cup, going to uh, I, I, Ibury away and uh, Lee Sharp, actually hunted. 6 2. Yeah. Hey, Webby, um, Webby. Danny Wallace scored. Yeah. McClare scored. Sharpie got an hat trick. Clayton Blackmore scored. Really? Yeah. Hey, Alan, you see. Alan Smith brought it back to 2 all, I think. And this yeah. is when Arsenal were flying, weren't they? Shop and this, these, this weird, because back in the day, You'd take those competitions seriously, wouldn't you? You'd have well, you looked though, the League Cup used to be as big as the FA Cup, yeah. didn't it? Until they started you know changing I mean? the name. Well, it was as big. Yeah. The thing is, as well, though, there's some countries that don't even have that second cup competition. No. There's arguments to get rid of it, but at the minute, God, I'd take anything, <laughs> to be honest. Right. Well, this is it. Where do you stand with this, just on that subject as a trophies and top four? Because we'll be mentioned there about top four. We know in terms of like money and what the owners probably want, if anyone cares about that, is getting into that top four, getting that Champions League money getting that sort of, you know, that little bit more appeal to players, maybe. But for you, what's more important, top four, would you rather see us lift a trophy? I mean, ideally, you'd want to see both, but if you had well, to choose... Well, yeah, I mean, at the, at the minute, I'd probably say a trophy, because I can't remember what it feels like, to be honest. I mean, the last time was, what, the Europa League, was it? Yeah, Stockholm. I, yeah, Stockholm. I remember watching it in a pub in Ermston and coming to into town, going to Fifth Ave. Can both what of the pub was in Ermston? I was in Chadwick's. It don't even exist anymore. Chadwick's. I was in Chadwick's, and then I, I was over there. I was, I was over there, yeah. drunk as a monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. I think yeah. I bumped into you in Chadwick's and Fifth Ave because yeah. I was. Twenty-one. Well, that sounds like the seventh yeah, circle. Yeah. Hell, that, and that, oh, it was. Do you know what? It was a great night. See, South's care. going in it. Just going off the subject. Devastated. What is South? South down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Last one. Yeah, Saturday. Clint it's all happening, isn't it? Eh? It's all changing. Not, not all of it's good. Uh, South when we was winning leagues and trebles and doubles and there you go. There you go. No more. Um, Carl Chester's, who's been a member of the academy for nine months, thanks for your support, says, any danger of us getting our signings done before the season starts for once? I doubt it's a coincidence that we got our signings done early. In a way, yeah. I want to ask you about that. Um, I'll start <laughs> with you, Carl. The big transfer sort of story doing the rounds at the minute, incoming-wise anyway, is Frankie De Jong or Frankie De Jong? I keep calling him Frankie. Frankie. Frankie De Jong, yeah. Frankie, I just get used to that. Um, it looks like we're having to do a bit of convincing to get him here. Yeah. It worries me a little bit because there's a sense that are we getting another scenario where you've got a player who you're forcing <coughs> and you're giving him loads of money? You know, is this Alexis Sanchez Mark II? Or is it just a case of, come on, he's at Barcelona? You know, you can't blame him for not wanting to leave. A I could understand. I, I could understand that you're not going to leave Barcelona to come and live in like Moston or anything, are you? But um, uh, yeah, you've not seen yeah, Moston. Moston's, Moston's better than Barcelona. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, new Moston, new Moston, new Moston at dusk. Yeah, hey? oh, what a sight. Exactly. Yeah, you don't get uh, that in Barca. Do you know what though? I, I think <laughs> I'm smart as your neighbour. <laughs> hey, you've not got that in Catalonia, have you? <laughs> hey, thank you. Yeah, I think I'm kind of more of the impression if we're having to do this amount. I, I understand we're not in the Champions League and stuff, so I get we might have to do a little bit. But he, his heart seems so set on staying that we're having to throw the world at him just to get him mm. to leave. And I just think surely there's someone else out there that we can go for who's good, if not better, that will cost <coughs> a, a shrewd yeah. amount of money instead of the 80 million that I'm seeing being touted. I just think 
the amount of convincing. Uh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it for free if you want. I'll go in. I'll go in at DM if you fancy. I'll, I'll do it for free. I'll, I'll pay you. I'll pay me <laughs> seventy quid subs, and I'll play for them if they want. Where do you stand on it? The, this idea that we might be having to convince him. If you don't want to come, turn out, stay there. Yeah. You know, that's I'll, simple. I look at Barcelona, great club, you know, the record yeah. speaks for itself in Spain, the football. Unfortunately, we've played them and we've probably had five European Cups if you want for the great team they had. It's annoying. You know, it is annoying. If we but were good... I look, that, I look at the match against Frankfurt. He was anonymous. He didn't do a tap. Right. You know, and... Yeah. You know, how good is he? You know, obviously he's played under our manager. You know, where does that bring... Uh, my mind's gone blank now. Well, he's played under the manager. He's played, but, but so's so's Van der Beek. Yeah, does Van that, de, where does Van der Beek stay? Does he does he come in the record now? Because if he comes back in, the Glazers look at it as a new signing. Yeah, they will. Do you know? No, but that's what yeah. they'll do, Jay. No, you know, people were saying I, that I about Garner when I mentioned Garner. They were saying that in the Pereira. chat. No, I'm not having that. You know, I've got pre-season Perlo. He's coming up. I, hey, I, wait till I, he starts banging him in in Perth, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Two is when he said he's got a future at the club. Now, if that's it, we want to call it a day. And that's no disrespect against a kid. No, you know, I, he could, I like Pereira, but he's not good enough, is he? He's not good enough. You know, you remember the goal, like you said, about pre-season and the goal at South, against Southampton, Old Trafford. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you anything else he's done for the yeah. club. No. And that's no disrespect well, he's, for him. He's just put in a banger at, where is it, Fluminese he's gone to. No, he's, Flamengo, in it. Flamengo, that's yeah. it. He's just gone there and he's just done I the same. He's just, might be wrong he's just scored from 30 yards there. He's, he, you know, it, he's like, he's like the, coming out of some kind of hypothetical shell football-wise where he starts to do absolutely everything amazing. Everyone thinks he's Andrea Perlo. Comes straight back and then he ends up like Titus Bramble instead. It's, you know, it's he's going to be. It, I can't, I can't see him in a night shirt again. Good just, Jesus! Just going back to your kid at Barcelona. Yeah, the young. You know, their, their skin. Yeah, they need some Bugs Bunny. You know what I mean? They do, uh, like we all do. Yeah, but you know, if you don't want to come, you know, he said it was his heart as a kid to play for Barcelona. He's got his dream. You know, don't if he wants to come, he wants to come, but don't be. Bending over backwards, offering enough for that. We've had bigger players who have turned us down, you know. So we move on to the next one. And surely, there's people in the Premiership or in Holland or in Italy who do a job. Yeah. And like Callum said, for half the dough. Well, you this is I mean? it. I mean, it is a bit of. We've a... we've wasted too much dough throwing at stupid players. Yeah. You know when we could have looked and got someone. I always look at the kid Conte. What did Leicester play? Can't five hundred yeah. grand. Sold him for 32, and then United gave Chelsea 40 million so that they could sell for, him for to Chelsea for Nemanja. Oh, I know, I know. Kante was... A, Kante was Les, he won Leicester the league, didn't he? I know they had Mahrez. He the World Cup, mate. They had um, Vardy as well, but they wouldn't have won it without N'Golo no, Kante. And then he goes to Chelsea and does the same thing there. And it's, but there's a chance of getting him when he couldn't... When there's a point there we couldn't even get on the bench, could there? Chelsea a few years back, I don't know the manager, was it Kante? Couldn't get a game. Yeah. Or that VS Boys couldn't get a game. Do you know what? Go out and get him. I'll be happy. Um, Rebecca J. O'Sullivan says, with friend Kate, it's his dream club. Of course he doesn't want to leave, but this idea that he said no to United is just fans. Now they've put him in the market, I'm sure it'll be easy. Like you said, they've got no money, so they might not even be uh, his choice. Uh, get involved in the comments. Let us know what you think. Do you agree, Webby, that if you don't want to be United, if you don't want to come to Manchester United, then sorry, we'll get somewhere else. Or do we have to do a little bit, and this pains me to say where we're at, of what City did in 08? Remember City got all that dough, didn't they? Yeah. No one wanted to go to City. Do you remember Balotelli saying they didn't even know they existed? Yeah. Didn't know who they were? Yeah, yeah, they got players. They got um, 
Who was it? Rabino. Rabino. Yeah, Rabino. They got Rabino. They got Rabino. I think he thought he was coming at United, right, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. But they got Yaya Torre. They got David Silva. They got um, Aguero. Yeah. Because well, they gave him a bit of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did, like... Is that where we're at now? Do we have to try and convince one or two? Or do you think, like, what Webby's saying, we should be looking Jay, at players that want to be here? I always remember... Uh, when we was in the Europa League, uh, United aren't going to sign in home. We ended up getting Ibrahimovic, Mkhitaryan and Pogba. Yeah. You know, and we was in the Europa League. No one's going to sign for United because you're playing Thursday, Sunday. The badge at, at the moment still brings that place there. How long that's going to last for now? We, we, it's we a good point now, though. The club, it's yeah. Manchester. I always remember what Gordon McQueen said. 99% of players want to play for United, the other 1% are liars. <laughs> that's from uh, Gordon McQueen. Listen. So, you know, it's going to be hard now because... The likes of City, Liverpool, they're up there now, unfortunately. Newcastle have come from nowhere with all this though. So put the badge of Manchester United should still pull players to the football club. Yeah, I think you're right though. I think I think if if it carries on for much longer the way we are, it, it might start to decline a little bit. I think at the minute it is still enough. I do get the, the lack of Champions League football and stuff, I do get it, but you know, if I, I, I don't know if it's just me looking on it with rose-tinted glasses as a Man United fan, but imagine being part of the story <coughs> that brought Man United back to the top. Yeah. I feel like that, that kind of status that I'd bring you... Because, you know, Mourinho said it the other day uh, when he was like, oh, I was right about what I said, best achievement and all that. And he said, that I wish I wasn't right, though, because Man United fans are special. Yeah. He's right. We, and I think if, if players were to come to the club and witness that themselves oh, and see that how good that would be and how much uh, I bet it'd make them feel amazing and I think yeah I, I think I don't I don't necessarily think we need to convince too much I get the lack of Champions League football but all it, all you'd have to go is yeah we've not got it but we will do next season come and you're part of it, special you're, yeah. you'll be yeah. the reason why United started yeah. going back towards the top you both make good points man I mean you said it earlier on Webby about the fans United fans get a bad rap sometimes or United fans have hounded managers out United fans have done this You've all been there. United fans get behind managers. We've given the managers a lot of time, a lot of patience. And, you know, every manager has praised the atmosphere at United. Don't forget that as well. They've said the crowd have stepped up yeah. here. The fans have got behind us. You've seen it, whether you're at the game or online or whatever. We've seen those, those back, back, fans, uh, back managers as well. And let's not forget, right, you can hate on United. And it's easy even as a United fan to go, we're terrible, we're a mess. We're still the biggest club in England. Easily. World. In the world. There's an yeah. argument there. We've, we're the only, how many clubs get 75,000 fans through their gate every day, every yeah. every game in England? Man none. United are the biggest club no, in none. England. Yeah. They just are. Yeah. You go anywhere in the world and you say Manchester United, people know everything about it. They know what you mean. You go anywhere in the world and you name Manchester <coughs> City or Chelsea or, you know, to a lesser degree, even Liverpool, they don't know yeah. what you're on about. Yeah. So there's that thing. There's a stature. And people go, oh, history FC. But history, we've got a history that we're proud of as well. You know, we've won everything several times for a reason. So this idea that players will go, Oh, I'm not going to United. It's a nonsense. You said it there. Zlatan had won everything about Barra Champions League. He was 35, I think, when he came. Yeah. So it wasn't like he, you know, he had loads of years left to waste. But he was happy to come to Manchester yeah. United. Pogba, one of the best midfielders on the planet, comes to United. Mkhitaryan, one of the most sought-after players on the planet, comes to Manchester United. We've still got that pull, and we'll always have that yeah. pull. So this idea that, you know, people won't come to United, people will go to Man City when no one had heard of him. So you can do it, man. You've just got to look at the players you're getting in <laughs> and whether they're the right ones for Manchester United. Because what I don't want us to do this time round is buy names just because they're names. Yeah. They're not fitting into a system. You said it there with Matter. You said it with Pogba. We've had it before, haven't we? Can't he was he, but he's a great player. doesn't matter if they're, they're, they're not going to sell you shirts. It's what they do in a shirt that, that counts. Yeah, going back to Kante, though, the only worry I have with that is, isn't he like 31? Oh, you mean now? Yeah, sorry, I was referring yeah, no, back, yeah. Yeah. back then, yeah. Obviously, I mean, worry with him now, though, is I think he is... 
you know, he's 31, 32. Is it right? Is it the right signing now? Is it? Do we need to go for someone younger? You know, does it become another Matic situation in three years where he's probably not good enough or got the legs to play for United? So I, I mean, worry. I'd be happy we can't. Eh, but how yeah. long would he do a job for us? Which is me worry. Picking up little niggly injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I know it's. Was it? I weeks. think it might have been the FA Cup final that he come on on. In and he yeah. wasn't in, you know, you know, yeah. like the Champions League final last year, he straight dominated in the game, that. Innit? Yeah, straight in the game, dominated back. that. You know what I mean? Like Gundogan and, and everyone could was, know it, what to it, do, but he didn't seem quite his, his yeah, effective it, self. Something's a bit different with yeah. him at the moment. And I wonder whether, like you say, that one little niggle too many yeah. has, has taken a bit out of him. Um, someone here, I've, um, oh, you, yeah, Jason Donahue says, History FC, only a couple of years ago, Liverpool were in that position. Well, it's not long ago, Liverpool, like, not won a title for 20 odd years. Miles away from where they needed to be. Admittedly, they spent money, but they'd made the right signings. I'm not saying I want to be Liverpool, I don't, but my point is, you can turn it around. Yeah. You can do it. Let's not forget, and me and Joe were talking about this the other day, we were miles away from top four, right? We got beat soon. Maybe me and you chatting after the Burnley game, we got beat soon at Old Trafford, yeah. right? Gutted, fuming, six points off top four, Season's done. Ollie's going to get sacked. <coughs> we bought one player. We bought Bruno Fernandes a week later. Yeah. We went on a, and we finished third. We Bang. finished third. Yeah. 21 game unbeaten run. Sometimes, uh, lads, you just need that one player. It picks everyone yeah. up. The supporters, the fans, the club, everyone. The man who sweeps outside the mega store. It's a lift we needed yeah. by signing Fernandes. It just picks everyone. It picked me up. You know what I mean? It even picked Tony up and he's hard to pick up. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it brought everyone up there. Yeah. And I think we need that, you know, we need that lift now. We need, I want to see a player coming in that ground and, you know, you see him when he's doing his sign, he's hungry to get going. Yeah. Not just for the paycheck or, you know, I want this number, can I have that number? Give me number 99, yeah. give me a start. That's what we need, hungry players. We do, we need hungry players. Um, lads, where can people find you? Tell us a little bit about, you know, well, the the... the the second best United channel on the uh, joint second best United channel on the internet. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, find me on Off United as well. It's just at Off United on Twitter. The link for the YouTube's on there as well. Uh, you find me on my Twitter at underscore Callum Stone. I'm usually tweeting about Man United or the Tories. I'm basically you. You are me, aren't you? You yeah. like me? Yes. You even go to the Nags. I used to go drinking there. You're yeah. Still going in there? Nags. I'm going there tonight. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> going there in Ermston. Nags in Ermston, not the whole thing. Me and you used to go down there. Yeah, down there. Dave Circle, going there like. Uh, DJ Jed's on if anyone's knocking about he's got to come in and say hello place to be in the M41 uh, hemisphere yeah well. uh, Webby what's coming up on Webby and O'Neill uh, I got a clue <laughs> <laughs> I'm a serious I don't know Tony's uh, obviously we've been speaking to some of the lads near the, the season a lot of them away now you know it's always good to speak to Scolzi Ryan uh, Gary Nev when he's not busy uh, but that's hard isn't it getting him when he's not busy yeah he's uh, up to just obviously you know, we were quite lucky that I know quite a lot of lads. We had Wes on the other week yeah. giving his input into the centre half scenario. But no, get us on YouTube, Webby and O'Neill on Twitter. You know, it's two lads who probably got over nearly 100 years of following United. You know, we can't tell some of our stories on there because <laughs> Damn we'll, right be you can't, eh? we'll be banned <laughs> for life. No, but. We started it in lockdown, we're having a laugh and long it may continue, it's, it's a good crack. It does, it, uh, do you know, just to say though, you, you know when you speak so like naturally about all these players, I don't know, I, I, it never feel normal that to me, like growing up idolising, like I know Steve does a lot with Rio, yeah. it, it still, it baffled me, I, I don't think I could ever get used to growing up watching these players and then just going, oh yeah, I just saw Paul the other day, like it, 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 it it's proper it, surreal to me. It's, that. Uh, it, I mean, if, 
a lucky position that when I worked at United they were playing. Yeah. I never minded them for out, never asked them for out when I seen other workers there, give us your shirt, sign us this, sign us that. You know, for me the normal lads who had a special talent and I work for them now and you know, I'm, I'm privileged that I've got all the phone numbers and know where they live, I've been to their houses and I just look at them as normal people who had that talent I never had. Yeah. And they're all good lads. But what, what they get a lot of grief, but they're all Man United fans, you want the best. And people, you know, say, Gary's doing this on Sky and all. Gary's absolutely ill when United aren't top of the league. You know, he's a bigger red than he's a bigger red than us three here. Same with Paul, yeah. same with Nicky. You can tell. Same with Phil, same with Ryan. They're all massive reds and they want what's best for the club. Well, that's, that's, I mean, I, I've seen United players out and about. I, I'm not that person who run up to him and ask for pictures. Yeah. I, I saw Bruno Fernandes the other week and I left him alone. I just didn't. I didn't. I'm not that person. Oh, can I have a picture for it? I wouldn't ever do that. But I, it just must be, feel right, really lucky knowing how long you've watched them and followed them and now you get. <coughs> mates with him I find yeah. it I don't think I, in the back of my head I'd always be like this is proper mad this they're all good lads though, you know, if any of them was like had a chip on the shoulder or but they're all good lads and yeah. you want what we us three want here Man United to return to the top of English I, I, football I like that as well in your interviews you can tell that like, you know him and you get on well and it's you feel, you know, I nice feel and comfortable like yeah, it's, now. It's, it's a nice like, relaxed interview the lads are there it's comfortable do you know what I mean so Tony starts ballooning and then that's <laughs> nice. oh, Tony's alright no, he's, he's the you know, one he wants us to get back at the top you know yeah this is it man that's what it's about we've all got that same goal getting Manchester United back to where we belong and hopefully we will get there sooner rather than later there's links in the chat and in the description for Webby and O'Neill and for all for United both guys doing great stuff on their channels go and check them out you've got them on every night you on basically every night innit? most Pretty, nights most nights, yeah, most yeah. nights. Webby and O'Neill as well <laughs> I'm on once a month now. once a month but when he's on he's usually with a United legend who's won about 10 Premier League so don't worry about that as well you know where to find me make sure you are subscribing to this channel as well that's been Webby that's been Callum this has been The Brew I've been Jay thanks for watching thank you Sports Social Podcast Network